Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The only thing I'm guilty of is being stupendous. <laughs> you really thought. What's really funny is mine to say, well, it's because it's Jen's format, so I yeah. did the same thing. Um, the only thing I'm guilty of is scamming myself into believing those pants still fit. <laughs> it was the long pause for me. <laughs> I'm Tyler. And I'm... Might be Travis. And this is Privileged Twinks. Yes, a podcast where we recap... The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Except for today, it's not The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Correct. We um, There's no episode this week, as I'm sure you all know. And so we decided to recap, well, I guess mostly just talk about and discuss what they discuss in the new Hulu documentary called The Housewife and the Shaw Shocker. Which is the worst name of any <laughs> documentary I've ever heard. Yeah. I feel like they should have just called it Shaw Shocking. Well, okay, the, so the, I guess that's kind of good. I guess they they wanted it to be similar to the Erica Jane one, which was called The Housewife and the Hustler, right? Yeah, which that's a, which is a good name, a compelling title. But this one, she is the housewife. So, and the hustler, and the Shaw Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did they call it the housewife and the Shaw Shocker? Yeah, uh-huh. that's what it was called. Well, I thought it maybe like shell shocked, but shaw shocked. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but I guess they just wanted to keep it in the same form. I think shaw shocking was enough of the name. They didn't have to do the rest of it, or just the housewife and the shocker. But then, so many people might not know who she is. But then, I really feel like only people who know who she is is going to watch it. So we'll tell that to the first twenty minutes where they just talked about the fact that the show exists. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It wasn't. I wouldn't say it was necessarily the best. One of the best documentaries I've seen by a long shot. Half of it was really unnecessary. Well, right. in the sense of like, if I just think people it. who are going to watch it are people who are familiar with all that. So we didn't really need like the intro to this franchise or to who Jen is. But then again, I mean, if somebody, I just really have a hard time thinking anybody else is going <laughs> to watch it so specific. I can't, but maybe it aired on real TV and then they put it on this or something. Cause it kept saying ABC on it. So I'm not uh, positive. Okay. Maybe we should have done that research, but it was kind of, it was mostly just boring and stuff that we already knew. Yeah. The middle part, there's a part like maybe the, if there's three or four quarters, the third quarter was good. The yeah. rest of it was kind of unnecessary. Well, they made it really like, they really humanized like some of the victims slash like some of the, types of victims that like yeah. probably and they explained this, or, uh, the situation were affected by this yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 oh i just love the fact that dana is like such a big part like she's on it the most and it also implied she had a podcast maybe no she does that. yeah that it's she has a podcast to. where she <laughs> investigated an investigative journalism podcast i know i didn't know that she did that if I you think. aren't familiar with beverly hills real houses of beverly hills dana was on I think the she, second season. Yeah, she 
appeared once in the first season. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then she was a friend of the Housewives on the second season. She was kind of like Southern last season where she was on a lot, but they weren't sure if they wanted to make her a housewife or not. And then, unlike Sutton, she didn't get to come back and be a housewife afterwards. So she was just kind of like there for a lot of it, Uh but not a real housewife. She was a fake housewife. Yeah. I mean, my first thought when I saw her was like, or when she was talking, because some of the things she said were kind of critical about the show. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, you're just bitter. Because yeah. you tried really hard to get on. It didn't. And so, now, but then 12 I think, years later, you're making a podcast about a different franchise. Right. She did look good, though. Yeah. I like the blonde on her. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, she... They asked her on because she actually looked into this. And then I was like, I, so she wasn't being bitter, but... Yeah. The thing that I thought was funny right off the bat was that the, like backdrops that they were trying to do for the talking head interviews were like very similar to housewives ones they were like big open rooms with like crystal oh yeah like glinting in the background i mean i think that's the format now though for i mean i think the housewives did that but i think a lot of people do that now well i wouldn't say like a rich looking house as a backdrop oh okay what are you looking up i was looking at the summary for dana wilkie her name's dana her last name's wilkie and then what her thing is about. But it looks like it's just a, a deep dive into the latest gossip, celebrity feuds, and other scandalous stories with a genuine reality TV insider. It looks like it's word for word this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's another thing I thought when we were watching it. I was like, uh, I was like, oh, because they had like this super fan on. And I was like... Well, no, that I had the thought of, like, if maybe if we would have made this podcast last year, then we could have been on this. <laughs> because they have these people that I'm, you know, are like, they're like pseudo, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Investigators? Journalists? No, no, no. They're like... Insiders? No, stop saying words. They're experts. Oh. And we are technically you're experts, the, even if we don't have that, that many views. I know, I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> Too much turkey. Oh, okay. Also, right away they show BravoCon and Bravo Liberties, and we should go. Oh, for sure, yeah. If and if Bravo, if you're listening, oh, <laughs> we want VIP passes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. But who would you want to meet the most? Um, probably. I mean, I, I would assume Heather and Whitney would have like a booth together. Or a panel, maybe, mm-hmm. and I would want to go to that. What the weather booth? The weather booth, yeah. Mm. The weather, and it's like it's like a green screen, and yeah. you get to do. There's like a weather thing happening in the background. I think I would be for the Salt Lake City. It would be Heather would be a top one, and Meredith would be a top one. Mm. But I really would want to meet the cast of Shots of Sunset because I love love that show. Oh yeah, and I've watched it for too. forever. Um. Selling Sunset came out this week, and I was watching it, and I really was like, oh, this show, like, fully took all of its inspiration from Beverly Hills. A lot of it, I feel, yeah. Like, the, they're just like, let's show these giant houses, and then these, like, rich women throwing parties. And that's like, yeah. Yeah. But then this one has, like, a, and fighting, yeah. But then this one has, obviously, like, the realty spin on it, but still, it's, like, the same thing. They're just selling the houses. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I would want to meet them. Oh, I would want to meet Seth. <laughs> Speaking about Heather, or uh, Meredith got a TikTok account. Did you watch that TikTok? 
Oh, wait, yeah, with her family. Yeah. Family. Family. Very cringy, but also I love it. I followed her immediately. Oh, well, I didn't think it was cringy. I thought it was fun. Mm. But I'm old, so TikTok doesn't register sometimes what's cringy and what's not. Okay. Did you have any, like, points you wanted to bring up about it? Or do you want me to just kind of run through my notes and we can talk about it? No. I mean, I think the best part about it and the thing worth watching is just how they talk about the investigation and they kind of go, like, demonstrate what people, scammers do and kind of more in depth of what she's being accused of being involved in. Mm -hmm. So I liked that because before I kind of understood it, but I didn't really get the the main part, which was... You want to explain it? Because we have to... Yes. So what they're saying um, is that people get scammed. They target certain people. Demographics. In this case, the elderly. Um, it seems like they were saying a lot of scammers know that now. And so a lot of people want, like, lists of elderly people, basically. Yeah. Well, then they said also they're taking advantage of people trying to work from home and during the pandemic, which could be any age group, but older people are more susceptible to falling for things because they're not as familiar with like technology and what can be going on. Um, And so these people, what happens is they do something that's fairly innocent. Even the first step might not be legal or a scam, Mm -hmm. but their information. So they purchase a product, a service, right? Mm -hmm. And maybe they get that service or maybe they don't, I don't know. But that initial purchase, you know, it includes your name, your contact information, your sometimes your credit card information, and that information gets sold um, to these other telemarketers who may or may not be legitimate. Uh-huh. And the ones who are not will contact these people relentlessly, offering to sell services that are related to the initial purchase. Mm -hmm. So if somebody's like indicated that they're trying to learn how to build a website or start a business from home, then those people are going to start offering them services that don't exist, but they're going to offer them that a way to help them be successful in what they're trying to do. They have all the information, they, you know, get them to agree or whatever. And then they, charge so large amounts of money for yeah. the services and they don't exist. And they promise them that they are going to have some return when there's literally, it's not going to anything. Right. So these people have, are thinking that these people are going to help them be successful. Um, and they're very good at it. So sometimes they were saying like people get ashamed cause they've been hoodwinked, but like they're not, they're very, they know what they're doing. They're professional liars. Uh-huh. They, psychology is a field to study for a reason. People learn how to manipulate people. I'm not saying psychology is bad. I'm just saying, (laughs) you know, we can figure out how to do therapy to help heal people. The opposite is also true. You can learn how to manipulate people. Because people have certain patterns of behavior and they take advantage of it. Yeah. I also think, I think the, the documentary, like, well, okay, so it made it seem like probably Jen at some point was in some professional... Uh, legitimate businesses, but that were like kind of very sleazy sales businesses that maybe taught her or she saw the workings of like how people can like be really sleazy with getting someone to buy anything. Right. And then she decided to make like a business that had the lists that she would then sell to other probably scammers lists of names and contact information from people that 
probably the, yeah. the are the most susceptible to getting scammed. But that 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 part necessarily isn't illegal. Like it's kind of the gray area. Yeah, she's but saying they, they probably what the the people are saying is that the lawsuit kind of implies that at some point her and Stu switched from just selling the list to actually scamming the people. Right. Or no. And I also think they're saying, or could be saying that she was selling, knowingly selling the information to people that were scamming. Mm -hmm. And I think the point would be like, um, like if you have knowledge of that, then Mm -hmm. you are, Guilty, I guess, ever by association. I don't know. We're not lawyers, and this is all alleged. But I'm just yeah. saying. I don't. I don't she, fully know how it works, but I mean, they're. I mean, they're like, were in inter- people interviewed that told their entire story about getting scammed that like are connected to Jen, like companies that they know that Jen Shaw has sold lists to, basically. Right. And I feel like that part of the documentary really kind of like. Not open my eyes because, like, I've had people in my family get scammed. I've gotten scammed. But it kind of made me be like, oh, right. Like, these are real people that she is scamming. And, like, I kind of am still kind of thinking, like, oh, it's this persona on a TV show that I'm, like, judging every week. And then it's like, oh, she's, like, really a bad, bad, bad person. Yeah. If if what they're saying is true. Well, just thinking, well, one time my grandma was scammed out of a couple thousand. It wasn't too much and it wasn't for a service but she just got a call it was like so bizarre somebody was like pretend it was the most bizarre scam i've ever heard of somebody had found my info from facebook and had told her that it was me on the phone and that i was in jail Mm -hmm. and she believed it because they had so much of my information isn't that crazy yeah no no though because if you don't if you're not familiar with it then you, it wouldn't be her first I'm not saying think. it's crazy that she fell for it. I'm saying, isn't it crazy that people are pretending to be people's grandchildren in jail for okay. the scam? Oh, yeah, true, true. That is wild. Like, that's the level of manipulation Yeah, some companies are going to. I know. <laughs> it's also wild that, because a lot of criminal activity, like, happens for people when they're in a tough situation. I mean, obviously, there's always, like, kingpins or whatever that have make lots of money from criminal activities, but a lot of the little people are like in bad situations and they do things to get out of them and then they get trapped or, or they get out. But like some of these people just scam people and they keep going and going and going and going and going. That's the thing that they were saying was like, it's crazy to see this woman living this luxurious life or like people in general that do this living these luxurious lives because they like literally don't care about who they're affecting. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just for an appearance, you know, people, some like that woman is just on a farm out in the middle of who knows where you $30,000 in debt so no, that Jin that Shaw could buy a diamond. Yeah. Well, not maybe Jin Shaw, but whoever. That one may be the most sad because she, they promised her that she would also sell this service of, or like this blanket that she was making. And so then she probably, she was getting scammed, giving them all this money. And at the same time thinking she was going to sell so much that she was just making all these blankets, like. And she's like, I just give them away now. Yeah. Because she just has boxes of them. Like, it's so sad. Yeah. Um, And they were, and she, and got into it because they were in financial trouble to begin with. Yeah. That's the, that's the wild part is that it's like just preying on people and then they, they're, they always just end up worse. Anyways, 
It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's depressing to think about. And but I think they did a good job of kind of illustrating what it what is going on, what what is happening to people. Yes. And what they are alleging that she has done. She is saying that she only did the first part, which was to sell the information. And it's not her responsibility what happens to the information after she sold it. Right. We also got a little bit more of the earlier this season, uh, there was a name that was bleeped and that person was on this, so I'm, I guess we could say their name. Their name is Koa. Mm-hmm. And this is the one that worked for Jen and, like, apparently didn't make the dress on time. And she, like, the audio recording leaked. And then the vid, I didn't see that video. They didn't even talk about that on the show. But, like, there's a video. We listened to the audio, just not the video. I know, but I think the video was something different because she, like, threw a bolt. It was the same. I okay. remember it. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, we got to meet him. And, I mean, just basically hearing it from his side, it's like, maybe there were some times when, like, the timing was off and stuff like that, but, like, you don't treat people like that that work for you. Yeah, period. Yeah. I mean, we've already talked about that before. She definitely has a dysfunctional uh, method of of dealing with... I think the thing that we learned from this that is new is that he, or they, I don't know what they go by, but was uh, last paid in September, but worked through January. A.K.A. Jen basically didn't pay them for however many months that they were working. And then that Koa has talked to other people that said they have not been paid since September of 2020. Right. And they also highlight how a lot of her uh, activities are rent. Like her... I mean, what she said on the show, I don't think she hides it necessarily, but like... Her house. Is rented. Yeah. Which I did think was strange when they said it because I was like, you make why wouldn't you just buy it? But anyways... Um, I don't know. People may have their reasons, but she, uh, well, if maybe it's if the, the act, right. <laughs> if they, if she goes to jail, then she doesn't, her family doesn't move the house. Right. Um, so anyways, of the, uh, what's it? Oh, the jewelry she wears sometimes is rented. The furs, furs, the, some of the cars, the car part is crazy. Like, I mean, I really don't think it's that crazy though. Cause I think that's kind of, and not normal necessarily, but like. Well, I think it's crazy that, like, she, I don't know, it, it's almost like, do you think that the produce, production knew, yeah. like, at the time that all this was rented? Because it seems like before people get on, they have to kind of, like, prove that they're, like, really wealthy. But she is really wealthy. I guess that's true. She's just renting a bunch of stuff to, like, make herself look even more wealthy. Yeah. Oh, we also find out that when she... The day she was arrested and got off, she started hashtag free Jen Shaw <laughs> on Instagram. That is right. wild. I didn't follow her like while that was happening. She said, well, she says somebody's got to start her defense. They also said that the reason that they found out that she was kind of linked to a lot of this stuff is because this big drug lord or drugs, something to do with drugs. He was he a narcotics was, person in New York. Yeah. And he was arrested and also, they found out he had all these, like... He was connected to a... T- he was fraud chain. One of these telemarketing web. places. And then they found out that there was one that he was connected with in Utah, and then they connected that to Jen. Right. All these... The the investigation of all these ones in New York and New Jersey mm-hmm. led them to the West Coast. Also, I didn't realize there was... Uh, they were saying something like she said in an interview that she spends fifty thousand dollars a year, month, 
I mean, a month. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's a lot. But I mean, for but it's not a lot for a millionaire. Yeah, I know. It just imagine spending that in a month. Like, what would it be on if you were going to do it? Oh, my God. Diamonds. Diamonds all forever. Maybe not diamonds. Emeralds, though, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't... I mean, it's so... It, it is such an astronomical amount in comparison to what an, the average person has access to monthly yeah. that it's really hard to imagine. Right. I mean, I think I would just constantly be traveling. If I had that much money a month. Yeah, and I would definitely be throwing $80,000 parties, too. I don't know. Well, I don't... Well, yeah. I guess the if thing it's is... it's expendable, that, then why does it matter how much... But at the same money? time, you're talking about, like, on the Housewives of Beverly Hills, where they're all multimillionaires, and they're, like, $60,000 for a birthday. I mean, I don't know if I would do that. Uh, well, not for a birthday, but I would throw, like, an extravagant party. Like, but that was Meredith's birthday party. Oh, the $80,000 one? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That was the very first. But also she had to make an oppression on the show. I, I got it, but I don't know. It's a lot. Well, it's half of her bond. <laughs> no, wait. No. It's a third. Yeah. <laughs> but I really thought, I mean, it was really weird uh, during her, when they showed that video of her and Koa, um, and she was apparently upset about not being prepared for, for the, the reunion. reunion. And I was like, um, it was also really stupid yeah <laughs> at the end when they kind of threw kim kardashian in there like she was in any way seriously brought up like she made a, a joke about adding her to her legal team i guess i don't even remember jen, that i didn't either but i guess jen made the joke to but her then they attorney these, yeah they showed she was obviously a joke yeah and she uh <laughs> but they kind of talked about it seriously and they like showed clips of kim kardashian i was like it's that guy was like, isn't this story crazy that Kim Kardashian might be involved in this? And I was like, yeah, that was dumb. And I was like, this is like a grab to try to get attention for this. Well, for the, at the very beginning, I thought like when they first started talking about, they were talking about how she's not really taking it that seriously. Then they showed that. And then they went on to like a two minute segment about Kim Kardashian yeah, and weird. showing like red carpet stuff. Also, it made me just realize they recycled the same photos, the same little clips, which means they definitely got permission from Bravo to use a little snippets of it. And then they just had nothing else. But I was like, can't you even just download them from Getty Images? You had to use the exact same images over and over again. Right. Tell them, peeps. <laughs> it just didn't seem like that professional to me. I could have done a better thing than that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it was... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, aside from the camera quality of the interviews, like, it just wasn't that great of a, well done, in my opinion. Yeah. I also thought it was strange. Well, it wasn't strange. They they did have some, like, sympathy uh, interviewees for Jen, people who, like, knew. I don't, but it was, oh, like, yes. this girl who went to high school with her. I mean, it's, like, clearly. Well, one was her aunt. I'm going to get there. Okay. Clearly, this person knew her when she was a teenager, and now she's, like, 50. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Who is the same person? And she was like, I saw Jen on TV. And then now she's just going to talk about her. Like, they're still friends. Like, you knew a teenager. You had no clue who that person is today. It felt very much like the production saw an opportunity to get something out really fast. And then they just were like... Did what they could oh, do. Oh, well, crap. We need to get, like, the other side, which is Jen's side. So then they just found her aunt and then one random person that knew who she was. <laughs> but I'm really surprised that anybody from Jen's family 
agreed to do is it. Is this the hospital smell ant? <gasps> they no. didn't show her legs. I don't think so. I don't remember. But also, I wonder if she did it with permission. You know what I mean? I wonder if she asked yeah. if Jen, like, I don't know. She didn't say anything bad. I would guess so based on the fact that she didn't say anything bad. Um, but also she said at the end that Jen would, <laughs> Jen would never do anything harmful, hurtful, mm-hmm. or disrespectful. And I was like, Ever. have you watched the show? Apparently not. <laughs> because even if it, legal stuff aside, like that is a lie. <laughs> I mean, to me, I was like, well, that just invalidated everything you said. Because yeah. that was completely false. I mean, we did get a little bit more of a sense of like the type of racism she endured as a child. Like in high school, there's, growing up in a yeah, but there's, predominantly white Mormon school. Right. But then that's not to say like just because someone deals with something like that, that they can do illegal things that hurt a lot of people. Right. But Does it inform her character? Yes. Does sure. it excuse that behavior? No. There's how many other people can say have can say they've been through the same or worse, and they are out here scamming people. Right. Exactly. I mean, a whole nation. Right. Okay, peeps. Okay, you telling? <laughs> she said, "I might." But that's really all that I had for it it's not the thing the there was one more thing that i found interesting which was that well toward the end they had a lot of actual like legal people on too which i liked seeing because i I mean who knows i always feel like when there's a celebrity involved in a scandal they end up in like a celebrity jail for like two months and that's it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like so I was kind of curious to be like, do we think that the 32 years that people keep saying is like a real possibility or is this going to be something that like maybe she gets one year or something like that? Uh, but it seemed like a lot of the people were saying like they think it's going to be difficult in a case like this to not be found guilty, especially with Stu being mm-hmm. saying that he is guilty and then they showed a bunch of clips that were like, it's going to be hard for you to say that you and Sue don't have a relationship when it's all on camera, how much you love each other. Mm-hmm. So if Stu decides to turn on her, then Jen can't say, well, we were never close because that was established. Yeah. And they said that this particular court that's going after them mm-hmm. doesn't, has like a very high win rate. Like they don't exactly. generally, it sounds like they don't pursue legal cases unless they have the info they need to back it up Mm -hmm. and to prove it. And somebody else was saying like, this may be one of the first like high profile celebrity type of cases similar to this. And so they might want to make an example of her. Like this isn't, we're not just going to let someone off just because you're a celebrity. Right. Like you can't be doing illegal shit like this. Right. (sighs) It was really wild. It just adds i guess a layer of uh, and also it's kind of hard like even i don't know i guess the courts get the final say but was was Stu being guilty and her history working in telemarketing she knows these (laughs) things it's just hard to even if they say she's not guilty of what they're alleging like they what they are saying is that she sold information to scammers and you can infer, or that there's a high possibility that she knew right. that they were what they were doing with the information. It just and so it's like, mm, but I mean, also, that's the, I think that's the unsavory that Heather might have been referring to. Yeah, 
Like knowing that about her business anyway. Yeah, you're just selling people's information to whoever to do whatever. Right. But th- that's the other thing about this whole thing is like, these people have to see these ads on things like Facebook and like things like that. And they don't get in trouble for being the ones running the ads that are fake. Like, I don't get it. Like, where do you, where does it end? Right. And if Facebook, I, w- I wonder like if Facebook is getting, if they're posting, allowing these companies to post ads, knowing that they're potential, exactly. or they are scams. Exactly. You know? Or that they know that they have like a whole network of scammers behind them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then it seems like they shouldn't. Well, it just seems like if Jen gets in trouble, then shouldn't the person who runs a blog that has this ad running on the side of it also be in trouble? Like, how far do you can you go? Well, I don't think, like, because certain people don't... Depends on what service you're up for, right? Like, if you have a blog and you're signed up to an ad service, like Google or whatever, you don't necessarily pick the ads right. that are going to so display. Right, so it should come down on Google. Right, because or they're... Or- right, because they're the ones that make the deals... With the or whoever runs, whoever signs the companies, yeah, I guess right. Which normally is Google. I think I don't know for like for like blogs and stuff like that. So it's a mess. Mm -hmm. I just can't like. Oh, they also talked about how Jen went to do like a meet and greet type of thing where she probably got made a lot of money at like a strip club. Yeah, which. A lot of people seem to be logic onto the fact that it's a strip club. That part I don't care about, but it is kind of crazy that like while this stuff is happening, that we as a society are still watching and still going to meet and greets. I mean, even that girl on the camera was like, "Can I get a hug?" At like when this is a person that like probably did some really horrible things, and like she's just still getting paid for it. Yeah. But I also think it's hard. I mean, even to, like, I thought what she did, if the scamming thing is bad, but, like, because we know stories of this, so we can kind of put a face to it or whatever, but yeah. at the same time, watching the video makes it worse, because I think they bring different, like, really seeing how deep in the hole these people are. Yeah. Like, they're not, like, they didn't, they're not taking 200 bucks from an old lady. Right. It's, like, I'm $30,000. The other one was, like, 18 something. I mean, mm-hmm. these are big amounts of money that people in a financial hardship aren't going to be able to just pay back anytime soon. Mm-hmm. It and also especially, was... sorry, but the elderly, a lot of the times are on re- like fixed retirements. Yeah. And so they don't, there's no, there's ageism in work sometimes. So they can't always find, or they're either physically not capable mm-hmm. or they're not able to get a job because people don't want to employ the elderly. Um, or, or no, or, and then, they're on a fixed income, so their money's not, you know what I mean? There's no option to make more money. Right. And, they, and when they did try to make more money, they got scammed. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Yeah, it's a bad... And they were saying... I mean, the good thing is that a couple of them said they got a couple thousand back, but that they were saying, like, there's a lot of uh, overseas banks that these people know to go through because that uh, country doesn't have laws about this. And things, like, crazy stuff like that. That, like, you'll just never get it back, basically. Right. <sighs> I don't get if if it does come out that if if the court date says that she does it, then will she owe like a lot of money to them, like to the victims, or will like I don't understand where that money goes. Uh, I mean, from what they said, it sounds like they try to get back everything that they can. Yeah. So but they, they're also implying that she probably has hidden money overseas. Right. I, maybe. I mean, who knows? Alleged. It's all alleged. But, like, that's 
seems to be the case. Yeah. Or what they think will happen. I heard she hid it in the ice castle. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> in that one tunnel that nobody could go up. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, people also, you know, sometimes you want to give people the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they're not as guilty. Like, you know, from a fan perspective. Yeah. You like somebody, you know, like a lot of people. I mean, I've always liked Erica. And, yeah. I mean, the difference here is that she wasn't. It wasn't directly She wasn't the one committing the crime. She wasn't arrested. (laughs) She hasn't been, like, charged with actually committing a crime. I think they've sued her for money to get money back. Yeah. As far as I know. But in this case. I still understand, like, people want to see the best in their, and people they Favorites. look up to. Um, and you don't want to wait until the court says what the court... But then there's well, going to be people that still, even if she's found guilty, that are going to say she didn't do anything wrong. And, I mean, it's also, like, a downfall of reality TV in terms of, like, the moral aspect of it is that, like, they are exploiting people. and then, And on the other end of it, they are... They know that we are going to watch... We're going to sit back, eat popcorn, and watch this woman get arrested or not get arrested. And, like, but she's still on the show. Like, they're still giving her the platform. Oh. Yeah, I, but I honestly, I don't, if she's, if she's convicted, I don't think she'll, well, she'll go to jail, so she won't be on the show. Right, right, right. But, I mean, as of right now, she's been charged with a crime. She's been arrested. She's out on bond, but she's still awaiting her court date. And... Like, but yet there's, we're still waiting for her to come back onto the show to see what happens. Like that is a, that, I don't know what the, the main thing I'm thinking about that is that that is making it feel like there, nothing is really wrong because she's still on TV. But it also is like, you're punishing, it would be punishing somebody before the evidence has been presented, basically. Like you can't. You know, like I said, the way she talks to her employees is on camera. That's bad. Yeah. The way that the fact that she has worked in telemarketing and probably knew some of this stuff was going on, you know, that's still not, I guess, provable. But yeah, that's bad. But saying, okay, well, you can't be on the show anymore because you did. You've been charged with these things is like, you know, you got to wait till that's I don't blame them for that. That's not what I meant. Exactly. I meant, I think that. The show isn't necessarily making it so that if you're a fan of Jinshaw, that this arrest is, like, they're not, it's not treating it as if it's, like, as big of a deal as this documentary made it out to be. Like, showing the victims and showing, like, things that would make you be fully against her. Okay. I mean, I just mean, I can still see why... Some people are still big stands of her. Right. Or would go to the meet and greets and stuff like that. Because it doesn't feel like on the show it's as big of a thing as it is. I mean, I think they've made a big deal of the the salaciousness of it as far as, like, them talking about it. But I don't see how, unless one of the housewives themselves breaks it down, I don't see how in the context of it they could, like, illustrate what she's being accused of. Because it doesn't really make, they've never... I mean, I guess they could do it if they wanted to, but it, it, I've never, I can't think of a time where they would like take a break from how they normally do it to yeah. be like, this is what's going on, you know, but maybe they could, or maybe they should. I don't know. I, I mean, and I would like that. I would like a little, like a mix of what we saw in this documentary to be on the show, like a little bit of like, but maybe if she gets fully arrested, they'll do that. I mean, I feel like they'll have to do some kind of explanation. Yeah. Well, and honestly, it'll probably come up at the reunion. Or maybe it'll be, like, in Glee. 
where when I don't know why you're looking at me like I know. I don't know if this is acceptable to say, but I was just gonna say when Corey Monteith died mm-hmm. on Glee, instead of like saying how he died or what happened, they just had a whole episode that was like kind of like he's gone. It doesn't matter how it happened, and then all the cast member reacts, and then that was like the all the last that was said about it. Like, I could see them doing something like that. If she gets arrested, arrested. I mean, I don't... Bravo, listen. Bravo is a business. And they... I would totally expect them to capitalize on what they can and distance themselves from what they should. Right. So, that wouldn't surprise me. Well, do you have anything else about that or what you're hoping to see next week? I mean, I know this is a little bit of a shorter one, but, I mean... I think... What am I excited to see next week? They're in... Oh, I'm excited to see Heather's... Honestly, I'm a, I'm kind of a little ready for a break from the Jinshaw thing. And yeah. I, Heather has a moment with her sister. I'm interested in seeing that. I'm interested in seeing Heather go off on Lisa and Mary. Oh, yes. Yes, the unfolding of the um, cult drama. Seems like we're going to get another Heather episode. Ooh, we <laughs> desperately need it. Yeah, I guess they're still going to be fully in Veil next week, so... I guess we'll see what happens when you put a bunch of girls in a giant house. Snowed in. Snowed in. Cuvée. Pew, pew. Uh, it was, it was kind of interesting... Sorry, this is the last thing I'm going to say. When they showed, uh, like, at BravoCon, them announcing Salt Lake City, I guess I hadn't really thought about it, but that they everybody thought it wasn't real. Because like how why would you do it? No, I think he said. I thought he. I think he said in the moment that he was expecting it just to be a joke. joke, Yeah, but not in a long time. But then he realized it wasn't like. No, I know, but it just like seems like I never thought about it being a really weird city to have it in. I did. I remember when they announced it, and I was like, I'm not watching that. Yeah. Well, then I saw the trailer, and then it was all. I thought it was going to be heavily religion oriented. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to watch that. But mm, but, so it, but really, I mean, it, I like it better than the oh, other. Oh no, ones it's I've like one of the best ones because yeah. of how personal it gets and like. Yeah, but it, the trailer made it look like the drama was going to be something that it wasn't. Right. So it's not like people arguing about their religions, which I did yeah. not want. The see. trailer was not the best for it, but I am happy that it is about like that and about their personal lives because drama aside, like that's still a very interesting thing to navigate. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay, well, I guess that's where we're going to end it today. That's where we're done. Yeah. <laughs> um, hopefully it's back next week. <laughs> Scamming is bad. Warn your the elder people of, in your life of the dangers that exist online. Definitely warn, your, warn those people in your lives. Write a big note on the fridge that says, do not fall for nothing. I don't know what you have to do, but it's a horrible thing to happen to people, and it happens to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, they don't do a thing where they, like, take a, like, a hiatus over, like, Christmas and then come back, like, for part two of the season or whatever. They're not long. They, they do, like, the holiday thing's not unusual. They usually do that. But just They don't take long breaks. Yeah, no. Okay, not, like, two months or three months. No. Okay, I was like, what are we gonna do? (laughs) No, the most dramatic thing that's happened like that was when, this most recent, when they canceled the New York... Oh, I forgot about that. Reunion. Which is the first time that's happened. That better not happen this time. Oh, I don't think they would, no. But, you know, well, when do they normally film the reunions? What month, you know? No. If it's usually towards, if, it's usually around when the last couple, two to three episodes are airing. 
I would I would bet that they want to get that reunion out before the court date, just in case. Well, I think the show will be over before then, because that's more than what twenty something weeks away. You get it December, January, February. That's four. Yeah, that's you're right. You're right. You're right. It'll be, it'll be over way before that. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, I couldn't remember. I didn't think about the timeline, but yeah, you're right. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. Um, this was a little bit change of pace, but we'll be back as soon as the Housewives are back with our regularly scheduled programming. I'm Travis. And I'm Tyler. And this has been Privileged Privileged Twigs. Bye. Bye.